0: Your host, Dave Stahl, about to take you for a white-knuckled lap around the motorsports industry. Covering everything from top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Watch for the apex, because here comes Racer Radio with Dave Stahl.
1: All right, folks, welcome to Racer Radio right here on FM 961 AM eleven seventy. The answer. All right, this segment is brought to you by Black Forest Motorsports. If you're driving a Porsche, BMW, or a Mini Cooper, those guys over there, man, I tell you, 40-plus years of experience. You just can't beat them. Uh, 8066 Engineer Road. Just go to blackforestautomotive.com. You'll be totally thrilled with the expertise, the cleanliness of the shop, and just the way they'll take good care of you. All right. Well, our good buddy, Jim
2: Naylor, Naylor, Jimmy from
1: from Ventura Motor Speedway is supposed to have called in, but he must be at the track.
2: Maybe. You know, so he told me he is the owner, promoter,
1: announcer.
2: And I thought, and he's been doing it for over four decades. He said 43 years. And I thought, I wonder if he was ever in the ticket booth or the concession stand. You know, I I would imagine if you're the... (laughs) Well,
1: you know, it's funny you should say that because I'm reading a book right now, and it's called, you know, it's about the racetracks of Dave's gone by in Southern California. And one of the segments in there is Paris Mm -hmm. Auto Speedway. Or not Paris, but Ventura. Ventura. Mm -hmm. Guess who's in there?
2: Oh, Jimmy.
1: Jimmy Naylor. Uh. (laughs) And that's quite the track. I mean, the way it's set up. It's very well protected from a, you know, infringement, take the track away type mentality.
2: Well, is it? Because I thought I was hearing that the neighbors didn't like the noise. Well, none of the neighbors ever
1: liked the noise. Yeah. But I think, if I, I didn't bring the book. I was going to bring it up, but I completely forgot. But the way it's, it's written out,
2: Oh, good. Yeah,
1: there's some clause in there that they can't do anything about it.
2: Maybe it's because it's part of the fairground. We had started to I talk think, about that, I think, and I was like, well, wait till we're on air I with him. I think them. that
1: has everything to do with it. There's some deal.
2: Uh, although I think Petaluma, which is part of a fairground, mm-hmm. is fighting to keep that open as a race track.
1: Well, Petaluma, yeah, that's... Well, tough...
2: why are we getting that face there, Dave?
1: Well, because Petaluma is... is, is it's not as in, as industrialized as a lot of tracks that you go to.
2: What do you mean by that?
1: Well, in other words, there's not a lot of big business. It's more of a bedroom community. Petaluma is bedroom community to either San Francisco or Sacramento. Okay. I used to live up there.
2: Okay. I'm just I'm visualizing myself at.
1: Did you ever go to that track?
2: track? Yeah, I raced that track. Woohoo! And- it was rough. Did- it was an interesting track. They said that you have to half of the racers study the tides. To try to pre- predict how the track will be mm-hmm. by the nighttime. That was an interesting one. But also, right across the street was like Wings and Things. I went and raced, and then I went over to walk to Wings and Things or something.
1: <laughs> so you'd rather have Wings and Things?
2: <laughs> no, I was just, when you said industrialized, that's where that's my, your head, idea, my head went to Wings and Things.
1: <laughs> yeah, Wings and Things went away no. here in town. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. They used I've,
1: to be really I've, good, especially when they had the potato salad.
2: Hey. I'm starving. <laughs> I can tell. I'm starving. Uh, so back to Ventura, um, you know, we, you, I, a guest, seems to bring it up all mm-hmm. the time. So yeah. that's why I thought, hey, well, well have Turkey Jimmy. night,
1: Turkey night is now there.
2: Is it back? Was it there for a long time? It, and then it, left? it was
1: at Paris. I think it went from Ascot to Paris, and now it's at now it's at Ventura.
2: Oh, is it? I, I haven't been to one. My big memory, I raced Ventura once. We were heading to Santa Maria, mm-hmm. and we, had, we were north of Ventura, and it got rained out. So then I called Darren Brent, and I'm like, ah, it got canceled. It got rained out. And he goes, give me a second. He called me back a few minutes later. He goes, turn around. It was a caravan. There were four of us, I think, from Verona going up there. And he goes, turn around. They're racing at Ventura. So uh, we turned around, and we raced at Ventura. And the Verona, let's see, it was the first time I ever made the podium, but we got first... Third, wait, first, third, fourth, and fifth or something Wow! Like that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. We kind of came in and made a mark.
1: Speaking of Brent, what did you hear about uh not Brent, but Darren Brown? Brown his brother in law. How do you <laughs> do with uh, Dave Arcee? Oh Bobby hurt? Brown
2: or um Brian Brown. Brian Brown, okay. Brown, I'm sorry. Brian Brown, what I saw, well he posted a time like they were doing their laps or times. He got like second uh fastest. Well,
1: that Archie car is stupid fast. Yeah.
2: And then I think he's in the main he started 10th and he ended 10th. And uh, they were, well, they were happy because they got to load it on to the trailer with no scratches, which is a win. Um, And it sounds like he held his own.
1: Well, it's not his car.
2: I know. I wonder if he he even had reservations, you know, like I would in the back of my head if I was racing somebody else's well, car. Well, that's people
1: <laughs> I've de- I mean, I have been given the people's cars to go out on tracks, and every one of them has said the same thing. Well, how'd you like it? I said, It was awesome. Well, you didn't seem like you were going all that fast. Well, Yeah. I said, But how are my times? He goes, Oh, you're super consistent. I mean, you were right on the money as far as. Every lap was within the same time frame. I go, exactly. He says, but you weren't going as fast as that car will go. I go, I know, because it's not mine. Yeah,
2: it's not mine. And if
1: I wad it up,
2: Mm. I don't
1: want to have to pay for it, Mm -mm. to be honest with you. I did it with a a 410 Sprint at Barona. I did it with a a race car out of Cajon. I mean, I've been on enough tracks with enough people's equipment. I'm not going to... I mean, I wouldn't want you to abuse mine.
2: Yeah, I in the other way and
1: you don't even loan your car that's
2: right where i was going because you I've don't had, even
1: loan um, your car there are
2: three people i will not name them but probably about three people i would let race right it um and i've been and asked by a couple of people and i'm like yeah no
1: i'm pretty surprised you would even i mean i would i could see you letting people drive it but i can't see you letting anybody race it
2: well they could put it back together better than i could Oh. And they're really clean racers. And, uh, yeah,
1: but you can they never... show ju- me
2: how fast it could go. But you
1: can't judge what that other knucklehead's going to yeah. do. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying?
2: I do know what you're saying, yeah. yeah. No, but they are not even a handful, just maybe three people. Yeah. So I got a text from my fam, my crew, Yeah. race suit instead of a trophy girl dress. <laughs> they were listening. What did I
1: say? <laughs> oh, did uh, they uh, like uh, the uh, idea?
2: No, they must have heard.
1: Did they like the idea uh, of a... Of a- They don't
2: like the idea of a trophy girl dress. They want me in a race suit. See,
1: I told you. We'll look for other. Well, what we're doing, folks? In case you're worried, because next, next, uh, yeah,
2: twenty fourth next Saturday Saturday
1: is going to be an epic race out at uh, Barona Speedway. Uh, We're going to have IMCA is going to have four divisions, and then Mm -hmm. the off divisions. There'll be three of them, and then including the kids. And in my drunken stupor, I've decided to donate. $100 $100 to each division other than IMCA, and Brittany's going to be the trophy girl.
2: That's what Dave says. Oh, come on. So the, I guess the big deal is that it's IMCA hobby stocks. Hobby stocks do not generally race down here at Verona. Right, right. They're out at Cocoa Paw in Northern California. He had thought Merced possibly. Right. There
1: was a, a, a little uh, Acura, little Integra, little two-door coupe was in this morning. That was David, David Hunt. Yeah,
2: yeah, he's been a guest, and
1: he's bought another car.
2: He's having a really good time with that sport he's compact. He's
1: loving that di- yeah. division. Yeah. yeah, he said, and I guess he's doing quite well points wise. He is too.
2: doing very well, but to the point where he w- he doesn't want to slip in points, so he's going all over the place to maintain.
1: Yeah, remain. You know, and I guess you know, there's not a lot of maintenance to this thing.
2: I don't think so. Yeah, you know, especially but, if you stay out of trouble. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I think he got in a little bit of trouble. Like damage. Well, it's a little wadded
1: up on a couple of corners, but nothing.
2: And it's not even the Barona segment, but we're there right now. Uh, You had 33 on Dyke. Yes. Which which one?
1: Uh, PJ. Because
2: I saw that race last week, and so I think it was Eric Evans just checked out. He was way out front, but it was 33 and 77. That's where the race was. And I didn't know either of the drivers. And when I saw it on the news this morning, I'm like, Uh, oh, oh, I think I texted you. That makes sense why it was such a good race, because it was one of
1: and I got to meet his absolutely adorable wife. She is oh, yeah. such a little sweetheart. And we were talking. I says, well, have you ever wanted to race? She says, well, I raced the last. I drove the last car. She says, I haven't done this one. In fact, I'm under this one more than I'm anything else. That a
2: girl? Really?
1: So, yeah, he. She, I guess she's the crew. She helps load and unload. She's just a sweetheart. And her parents own a bagel shop over yes, in uh, Arizona. Yes, he mentioned
2: that sponsor. Did you notice? <laughs> I made sure. Yeah, I was yeah. wise.
1: Yeah, the wifey. Yes. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we come back a whole lot more right here on Racer Radio FM 96. one AM 1170.
2: The Answer.
1: Welcome back to Racer Radio, <laughs> FM ninety six one, AM eleven seventy. The
2: answer—it's Ventura Highway. So it's, we're talking oh, about Ventura.
1: Ventura Highway. Okay, I'll, I'll give you. I'm sure, you're not going to get your nose smacked for that one. I mean, you know, whoever that band was that played that—it was America. Was it? That's America.
2: Name, it? Oh, the horse with no name also. That's another oh, good song. Oh, I
1: remember too. that. Well, he played for Mr. Naylor. He played, what is it? Ventura Highway. Ventura Highway. How you doing there, Sunshine? Hey, by the way, I guess you're you're very, very popular, I might add. Look, he's not going to talk to you. me. Me? Sorry. No, Jimmy.
2: Has Jimmy called in?
1: Yeah. Not yet. Oh, he's not called in yet. <laughs> Fat finger. <laughs> So he's playing adventure. Anyway, this segment is brought to you by El Cajon Ford, where nobody, absolutely nobody treats you better than El Cajon Ford. New, used, makes no difference. Service. They'll work on any car in your garage or driveway. El Cajon Ford, family-owned and operated. Paul Dyke and his team, they are amazing. So anytime you need any kind of automotive, and and I don't know if you know it, but if you're looking for a used car, did you know that the majority of his used cars uh, go to the auction? He doesn't go to the auction. If it doesn't meet their standards, they just ship them off to the auction, and 80% of their trade-ins are from consumers that buy new cars. And he's got families that have been buying cars there forever and ever. Maybe uh,
2: for those who shouldn't go, he's like, oh, I'm not going to sell them. Maybe he'll turn them around and you yeah. will see him on the track.
3: You never know. <laughs> hey, we
1: got Jim Naylor on the line. How you doing, buddy?
3: I'm good. How about you guys? Yay! Well, it's pretty cool. I'm reading this
1: book by uh, – Harold Osmer.
3: Uh, oh, he's the best, isn't he?
1: Well, and I'm reading along, and I'm just loving this book, dude. I mean, I am loving this book. So I get to Ventura, and you're in the book.
3: Isn't that scary?
2: <laughs> Did you know you were in the book?
3: Well, I probably had to let him yeah, know. Harold, uh, Harold is the best guy. He uh, he does the program for Turkey Night Grand Prix. He's done it at Paris. He's done it at uh, Irwindale. He's been there every year that I've been there. Uh, when we were on TV in the early 90s, Harold had these books, and he came there and sold them out of his, uh, his 53 Chevy or yep. whatever that, that is. That pickup. pickup truck? He's the best. Yeah, he's the best. He's just so enthusiastic. Yeah. He loves it. He's got two brilliant daughters, a brilliant wife, and he's a brilliant guy. You know, he was a rocket scientist and gave it up to build ukuleles and make stuff out of wood. He's amazing.
1: Doesn't surprise me in the least. But, folks, if you – I don't have the title of the book handy, but uh, – it's probably one of the best uh, books. It's not real wordy. It's not super long, but man, is it is it a great book? I absolutely love it.
2: Are you trying to look it up right I now, it, Dave?
3: Yeah, I, I
1: think can, it's where they race. Yeah, where they race, turn
3: three. Yeah, yeah because yeah, yeah, that's it. Because he does them all, and and he, he has great things at Saga Speedway, where I yeah. spend a lot of my time. Yeah, but stuff about all the fun racetracks and uh, an amazing man, and he's really really. A a fun person because he's so enthusiastic about motorsports. He is. So,
1: correct me if I'm wrong, isn't Ventura somewhat protected, you know, from the noise people and the home people? Aren't you guys, did I not read in there someplace? Or are you not?
3: No, we're we're, we're not. I mean, we have to still pay attention to everything. Uh, There's a freeway between us and the main city, but uh, just to the east of us are apartment buildings and uh, the city of Ventura. On the other side of the freeway, pretty much all the vacant property that used to have industrial whatever is now has condos and being built yeah. and three and four story buildings and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, there's a there could be an issue. Yeah.
2: Do you have a curfew? A hard curfew? Uh,
3: ten o'clock.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, but you normally get everything done by ten, right?
3: We start at three thirty. This is what a lot of people don't get. We put cars oh. on the track at three thirty for warm ups, and and so we we go through that. That means that after warm-ups are done, which can be 4.30, quarter to 5, I have to get back on the motor grader, regrade the track, rewater the track, the tow trucks go out, repack it, and at 5.30 we start racing. Then that makes it a little better, but it's still warm like right now. That's probably why I wasn't paying attention, didn't call in earlier. It's such a nice day here in Camarillo. But anyway, and then at intermission time, at intermission time, I have to get back on the tractor, mm-hmm. regrade it so that we have at least four main events that have a real good track and, and that, that helps the racing. But you have to do that, you know. The old days of starting at six, seven o'clock don't don't happen anymore. Right.
1: And and the days of racing uh Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday don't happen at all anymore either. But uh you know, but that four but, on that one. But you guys you know, you guys do such a great job uh at that track. I, I've heard nothing. But uh, great things about that. Track. I think that's
2: why it comes up like every other hour that we're together. Someone brings it up, some sort of reference. Right,
1: and that's why you guys host uh, Turkey Night. Is because we're
3: very fortunate. Yeah, yes. I mean
1: that that's a feather in your cap, man. And I and I think it has a lot to do with the guy running the show. But I don't know. <laughs> I'll have to meet him someday. All right. So Brittany asked off air about what did he do. Are you track? talking about
2: all his titles? Yeah. Well, yeah. You were saying owner, promoter, announcer. Now he grades the track. Have you ever worked the t- the ticket booth or concessions? <laughs>
3: Uh, no, the concessions are, are with through the state. So the oh, okay. state uh, farms the concessions out. So, no, I've never done that. Well, they've we seen you cook. cook our... So that probably has oh, something to do with No, no, nobody will ever, wait, nobody will ever see me cook. <laughs> my wife doesn't see me cook. I'm not allowed in the kitchen. Oh. I was a bachelor for 36 years from my first ah. marriage to my second. Oh. And I never cooked. So the <laughs> cooking thing, we cross off. Never, <laughs> okay. and that's never going to be behind my name. Ah. Yeah, because there would probably be people sick. Yeah. But, uh, I've, um, I've taken everything pretty seriously. I, I build the trophy that, that, that given away every turkey night. Oh, fun. Uh, I make a car out of I make a car pedal. We build it just like a car. This year it's going to be the uh, 1934 Witterhof Offie uh, that mm. Bob Swanson won the first ever turkey night. And uh, I've got to finish that. But we've been working really hard on the fairgrounds and on the facility itself in the last three months. We've done a lot. The crowds have been great. The racing's been sensational. So we're kind of pushing towards that. But Turkey Night, we're selling tickets. And uh, and uh you can call the shop and ask for Ashley or dial one and, and get your tickets for Turkey Night. It, I think it's going to be a sellout. You know, we moved it to Friday, Saturday night. So Saturday night this year this is the first time since 1934 it will not be run on Thanksgiving Day.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and that's probably okay.
3: Well, here's how what we thought. You didn't get Thanksgiving last year in 2020. Mm-hmm. You think your wife or your girlfriend mm-hmm. or somebody's mom's going to let you go? I don't think so. Yeah. She's got it this year, and she's not going to give up Thanksgiving. So um, I thought it would be a good move to move it then, and I've had a lot of people tell me that they couldn't come because wow. it's on Thanksgiving. And if you know anything which we all do about racing. There's not many races run on holidays anymore. They're run on the weekend closest to it. Right. Uh, We, you know, because of all the situations that happen. And you mentioned Friday night, we used to run stock cars on Friday nights Mm. in the eighties and early nineties. And that went away fairly quick because nobody can get there from here. You can't, uh, what, if you lived across the street from Irwindale when they opened up, they said we're going to run Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday night lasted three weeks.
4: Oh, that's, you can't.
3: No. If you lived across the street from Irwindale, you couldn't. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And then walk across the street and see the races. There's so much traffic anymore; it makes it impossible. Right. So that's uh, that's what's happened. So Saturday night's pretty clogged up with racing.
1: Well, yeah. and that's okay because, like you said, I, I didn't know that you started at three thirty. I think that's to, to be honest with you. I think that's a great idea, other than – but, you know, you're on the coast. How hot could it get? Mm -hmm.
3: Well, it's funny because uh, a few weeks ago when all the racetracks in Northern California, Bakersfield, Santa Maria, all closed down due to heat – uh, we put a picture of the racetrack from, of you, from, uh, one of the drones that showed uh-huh. the racetrack and then the Pacific ocean. And I put the caption, the coolest place to race. Absolutely. I and think I've was. seen that
2: picture. I've seen one at least. That'd be great to that. on a poster. so pretty. Yeah. It's beautiful.
3: Yeah. It, it was very nice. Uh, our photographer rob hargraves has taken it and it's beautiful he works so hard a lot of photographers do that but anyway so that was great and we had lots of cars and lots of fun and uh it's still about 30 degrees cooler than anywhere else yeah, yeah. just the distance between camarillo and ventura i can get there and it'll be foggy and it'll be even I... maybe a, a sweatshirt day Woo. can you believe that a sweatshirt day
2: right july it... now i think i saw a post that said you have everything from sprint cars to sport compacts to motorcycles coming up next week is this true or did yes. i read some
3: yes oh. no no we run we run a, a division a flat track kind of a an old tt type sti- uh, deal in the infield for local motorcycle racers and then we run uh, all the rest on the main track oh. so uh yeah we it we that's what you had to do uh, years ago i was one of the few racetracks that started running two divisions Most people, you went to the racetrack, you saw sprint cars Mm -hmm. or you saw a stock car division. You know, Saga Speedway was one of the few that had a couple different stock car divisions. But we started out running two or three divisions. We had midgets and TQ midgets for many years. And and then as time went on, you you had your stock cars. We ran stock cars on Friday nights, for example, and and the open wheel on Saturday. And then we had to combine them because we couldn't run on Friday. And then as the car counts go down in some of these divisions – You know, it's to get the amount of cars it takes to pay the bills and to get the spectators in the stands. So some of us are running five and six divisions in a night. That's a lot of main events. That's a lot of trophies. That's a lot of work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Hey, I do have a question for you because, uh, since I live in Alpine, which coming to you is like four hours, I think for me to make that trek, what kind of hotels do you have in the area?
3: We have a lot of nice hotels. In fact, there's some being built. We have some right on the beach, you know, and, and you can go stay at some of them. they got the Holiday Inn, the Holiday Express, uh, the Four Point Sheridan. Uh, oh, okay. Just You, you name them, they're, they're there, and some of them are very nice. And, uh, and you can stay, like, in the harbor at some of the nice ones there and get up Sunday morning and, and tramp through all the nice buildings and stuff they have and all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's really cool.
1: Well, okay. Well, that's good to know yeah. uh, because I'm going to reach back out to uh, Corey Cruzman for the sprint car school that he teaches. You're going to uh, go to his school? Not me. I'm going to send Brittany. And if I'm going to say,
3: well, he's the best.
1: Oh, I know. I'm going to send her and probably drive up on a Friday night, spend the night, take her, take the school on Saturday. Cause I got to get back for radio and TV, but I just wanted to see if there was any really cool hotels. Cause I can't wait to get Brittany out of her dwarf car and into a, a sprint car. Look, she's over here grinning. She's grinning over here from ear to ear. All right, hey, don't go anywhere. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be talking more with the Ventura King right here on Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back to Racing Radio. AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by Paris Auto Speedway. One fast half mile track. Paris Auto Speedway is running just about every single weekend. So if you want to get up and see some door-to-door awesome racing, that's where you need to be. Also, John's Automotive Import Repair, 7447 University Avenue. Go to John's with an S, San Diego Auto Repair. All the work is guaranteed and covered clear across the United States. John's automotive import repair. All right. We got a special guest on the line. Understand he did pretty good last night. Chris Ganson. Hey, Chris, how you doing, buddy?
0: Good, Albert. Yourself?
1: Well, I hear you did quite well last night. What'd you think of Paris Auto Speedway?
0: It was, uh, it was pretty good last night. I mean, we finished seventh, uh, which was a good night for us, um, but it it's just awesome seeing a packed uh, grandstands again uh
4: yeah with this
0: whole deal I mean it's it's uh I'm glad to see the fans really coming out and supporting our uh, local dirt tracks it's awesome.
1: Well, you know like anything you know how we get sort of complacent. Oh yeah, I'll go to the track next weekend. Oh yeah, I'll go to the track next weekend. And then and then they take it away for a year and 3 months. I don't think anybody's going to be complacent anymore. Now, I guess your home base is Indiana?
0: No, my home base is actually here in Birdiemont Heights, which is uh, in between San Bernardino and DeVore. Oh. Um, but, but we're getting ready to uh, head back to Indiana on Tuesday to race uh, Indiana Sprint Week.
1: Awesome. Oh. So that's where they race every day, right?
0: Yeah, they race yeah, three to four nights a week. Um, so we got to pretty big chore ahead of us starting next uh friday night so yeah, sounds uh, like you're up for it though
2: <laughs> my family we're going back to indiana and we already i already uh, contacted jessica swanson about jake and jessica are you guys racing we're heading to indiana <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah no they're great you know swansons are great people good friends of mine uh oh, you know i jake, jake jake moved back there and mm-hmm. he's doing very well so they moved back there so uh, we look forward to catching up with them uh, it's going to be a good time. Yeah.
1: Well, he's got a race shop, isn't he? Supporting the series is back there.
0: Yeah, he, he has a shop that he, he he houses the Silver Crown car that he drives, and I think the the USAC National car he drives, mm-hmm. and he also does a lot of shock work for people in Indiana. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, hey, you know, that's the kind of job where it's not work; it's fun.
0: Yes, that is true. Yeah.
2: So you use the word chore, but I know you don't mean that. <laughs> I mean uh, it is a lot of work,
0: yeah, and it's yes worth it. it is it, it is a lot of work and it takes a lot of time uh to do it, but it it is uh it is pretty gratifying,
2: yeah, what are you looking forward to? You have something you're looking forward to the most, or you just think it'll naturally um, unfold
0: naturally i mean we're it's something that I've wanted to do the last five or six years to go back and race that, and uh we just haven't quite had uh, the time with work to take days off to go do it. Mm. And, um, so this year being my last final year racing sprint cars, um, we decided to make it happen this year.
1: What? Your last final year racing sprint cars. What are you moving up to?
0: I am moving to race my son in quarter midgets. He's currently racing quarter midgets. Uh. So, uh. I'm stepping away from full time racing to uh, spend more time with my son.
1: Let's see how that works out.
2: Well, I, I gotta <laughs> go. I'm glad he's doing this though. That Indiana going down. Well, I, oh, I that's I, awesome. Yeah, to do that I, for it's, yourself. It's a bucket list. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Will your son absolutely. be coming?
2: Will they get to? See, will he get yes. be able to see Daddy?
0: Yes, he will be coming, and and we're gonna take him, you know, to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Museum uh, <laughs> on our day off out Sweet. there. That's awesome. Got to turn it into a family vacation. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, I mean, and I might as well prepare you right now. If you have a big appetite, Indiana will fill it. I was stopped at a steakhouse going to the Indianapolis 500, and I said, yeah, just give me a small steak. It was hanging over the plate on all four corners. I thought you
2: were talking appetite for racing. You're like literally appetite for food. The food
1: back there is so good. Am I right? Or have you ever been? I I
0: can't disagree. I can't disagree. I've been back there several times uh, for other functions and – there is good food back there. That is for sure. Yeah, and I, I I am
1: thrilled that you're gonna you're, you're gonna take your son back there because I know I went back there and when I walked up the stairs and overlooked the speedway, man, I just yeah. literally broke down. It was that emotional for me. And the museum does such That's a great a museum. Great job. My dad and I oh went there. Oh my gosh,
2: that is cool.
1: So, how old is your son? He is six, six years old. Oh, perfect, perfect, perfect that He's is dreamy for him. Yeah, so you're going to have a great time. So I tell all my uh uh drivers young and old that they call in that they got to talk a little bit about their sponsors. So who's been getting you to the track on a on a fairly regular basis or if not brand new?
0: Yeah, we um long-time sponsor Kevin and uh Tom Aloy, the trench shoring company. They've uh they've been behind me for 15 years now. They're wow our primary sponsor and uh they're a big help um you know of course uh we got uh br motorsports and king race prospects up in visalia uh kistler's race engines back in ohio uh mark Priestley, he used to own uh, the number seven car that raced out at paris for a mm-hmm. long time mm-hmm. um you know my mom and dad have, you know they have they've owned cars for almost 40 years now so uh they you know big supporter and then you know my wife and family then uh yeah i mean we've had a lot of good sponsors through the years uh cam 2 race oil they've came on in the last two years with walt stevens and you know they've helped and i've been pretty fortunate to have uh some great partners over uh the last uh 25 years i've been racing so it's pretty pretty great that's awesome so uh, what's your boy's name landon landon ganson
2: are any of those sponsors possibly being carried over to
0: your son? Oh yeah!
2: Oh wow! Oh, yeah. Got great back They're
0: already they're already looking at uh, when is he old enough to drive a midget and stuff.
1: <laughs> <so>. <laughs> well, you know, once a midget sponsor, always a midget sponsor. So how does uh, how's Landon uh, taken to the track? Is he kind of a, just like his dad?
0: Um. Yeah he uh, he's actually a lot better than me. <laughs> um. He, <laughs> He is uh his win ratio is probably oh, about ninety percent. <laughs> no
1: wow. kidding.
4: So
0: Well he's, he's still uh, in that
1: he's, he's still in that no fear mode, right? All yeah,
4: right.
0: <laughs> yeah, we uh we've moved him up. He's raced two different classes at, you know, orange Sox with with quarter midgets and we traveled to Phoenix and Tucson and uh we uh he's done very well. We uh he took to it and he's just very uh very smooth and consistent. Mm-hmm. And he he thinks and for a six year old that's uh wow. the hardest thing you struggle with them, they just get out there and they follow around and, mm-hmm. and he gets out there and races. Wow. You know. So he's done very well. He's uh yeah, he's won a lot of races already. That's
1: awesome. So, well if you really want that to that is I was gonna say if you wanted to look at something cute, go to YouTube and punch in Growing Up yeah. Garage. And this little guy, how old is he? seven eight yeah. years old yeah does a youtube video wears glasses just as cute as a button and he teaches kids how to change tires how to check work on the car how to tool work names on
2: what tools to use
1: tools yeah. air pressure it's really fun you'll get a yeah. kick out
0: of it that sounds about like how my kid he's currently out in the shop right now with the guy's Working on the sprint cars, getting them ready for that is awesome. Andy. That is so cool. So, what? is
2: he speaking the language? He comes back. He comes off the track. Hey, dad, it's loose coming out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> oh really? <laughs> That's it, awesome. it, It's you got to think sometimes. He, I swear, I'm talking to a 16 year old. So, did so, he say
2: mama, daddy, or tire first? What was his first <laughs> word? I,
0: he actually said, oh, "I don't, I don't really know what he said first. It's kind of." drawing a blank right now but uh <laughs> probably V8. he's eight. stagger probably
1: yeah stagger <laughs> yeah, he's, exactly
0: he's been to the racetrack since he was two weeks old and oh, he's yeah. kind of grown up at the racetrack okay. so he uh he constantly it's it's love of racing if he's if we're not at the racetrack he's watching race car videos on youtube and that's that's all he wants to do
2: was wow. well, pretty selfless you had 15 years in and you're gonna kind of scale back but maybe 25 some, oh yeah. 25. Oh I was
0: thinking of the sponsor for
1: fifteen. Yeah, years, he's in twenty five. Yeah. Hey, um, you know what we can do if have you guys have you ever thought to bring Landon down to Barona?
0: Um, no, they the the cars that he races doesn't race there. Ah, um okay.
4: right. and
0: that, it's been a long time since I've been to Barona. That's a racetrack uh you know, I had a lot of success in when I raced micros and uh and when I ran the California lighting sprints we
4: mm-hmm. successful.
0: But it's probably been 12, 13 years since I've been there. Um, you know, I know they kind of had a re, uh, reopening grand deal, and you know, I think they've uh, done a lot of work up there to uh, update the facility in the last couple of years, from what I understand. Yeah,
1: it, you're absolutely right. Well, the reason I was saying it is because I do local television, and we're the number one watched uh, morning show in San Diego County and around the world, actually. And I was going to say, if you ever want to get him on television, and if you're in the area with the car, I'd be more than happy to do it and give him some good experience and bring him into studio. You know, get him in yeah, here no, that through... would be awesome. Well, because be he could awesome. be he could be the greatest driver in the world, but if he can't interview, you know as well as I do, that's that's a tough bump in the road.
0: Oh yeah. He's uh he's actually done pretty well. They uh Chris Holt out at Paris. Yeah. They've interviewed him three or four different times already. He, he's he's <laughs> like I said, he's more popular than I am. <laughs> <laughs> um so he's uh he's a very likable little kid and uh you know everybody loves him takes I after hope- takes after his mother
2: oh i hope you guys get to race each other someday oh. that's where i was headed no
0: on. then he'll get
1: he, no then dad will get beat and he'll be all bumming
2: well <laughs> it's the timing i think is it the timing he's gotta start a little yeah,
1: well, i tell you what hey you got a pencil handy um look around yeah oh, oh. Yeah, I'm just going to give you my cell. I'm going to give you my cell number,
2: and all the listeners. Okay,
1: and then that way, if you do decide to ever come down, I'd love to have you give me a call. Okay. Seven six zero. Okay. Seven one five. Five five zero seven. We'd love to have him on radio and TV. I think it'd be a hoot.
0: Yeah. Now that you just gave all the scam callers your yep. cell phone number, that's all
1: right. <laughs> I don't care. I've got no money. Uh, I don't own a race car, so what are they going to get? Nothing. Actually, I might talk to him. I just might talk to him. Yeah, there you,
0: there you go. <laughs> hey,
1: anybody that does five hours of radio, what do you expect, right?
0: I don't know how you do it.
1: I love it. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. It goes by like a nanosecond. It's the darndest thing. So you're going to just run one more year? Yeah. Any Have you ever rent Did you ever run the Chili Bowl?
0: No, that is uh, one thing that we're working on right now. Oh, good. Working with a couple partners to try to do that this coming January. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like I said, we're I'm going to step away from full-time racing, you know, I'm no longer chasing the USAC CRA points. But we, I will be racing, you know, half a dozen oh, yeah. races. You know, that kind of stuff. Then, you know, do some stuff. And just who knows, in a few years, you know, you, I don't know. You know, it's... Uh, but right now, uh, my time is more important with the little guy as, yeah. mm-hmm. and the start of his racing. So, And you're
1: starting at a perfect age. I think it'll be absolutely wonderful. Well, I'll tell you what, you got my number. Later on down the road, maybe we'll have uh, – I'll have Brittany. Uh, once you contact me, I'll give that info to Brittany, and maybe we'll have Landon call in some Sunday, uh, and we'll chat.
0: Yeah, sounds great. All right, buddy.
2: Best of luck.
1: Hey, have fun in Indiana, in man. Drive safe, and we look forward to talking to you.
0: Yeah, thank you guys again for having us on, and thank you for all you guys do for the the racing community, trying to promote everything on on these talk shows. It's great, and um, you know, hopefully everybody keeps coming out to the races. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: I think we're. I think uh, that's not going to be a problem. All right, take care, buddy, and be safe. And we're going to let. Take a quick break. This is Racer Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Racer Radio. Racer Radio, FM one AM 1170. Thanks, this segment is brought to you by Certified Car Clinic. They got a dyno. So once they fix your car, you can throw that bad boy in the dyno and make it um. Check them out at 11370 North Woodside Avenue in lovely Santee.
3: So Jim call back.
1: Hey, Jim. How you doing, buddy?
3: I'm good. I'm good. I actually figured out how to do it the second time. So, you know, <laughs> not too bad for an old man.
1: Hey, practice makes perfect. So uh, yep. so how long have you been a promoter?
3: 43 years.
1: Did you ever drive?
3: Yes, sir, I did. I drove uh, for my dad in the quarter midget days in the mid-50s. Uh, we quit in the 60s, and then uh, he went stock car racing and hired a driver, and I became a sign painter because he couldn't have anybody paint the car. He couldn't afford it because you knocked the fenders off at Saga. So <laughs> that, that's kind of what happened, and then we got back into it, uh, we had a body shop slash custom car paint thing that I started. And we met a guy named Pete Snyder. He says, you guys need to build a TQ midget. So we built a TQ midget, started racing, uh, 605, it closed down and my dad and a guy named Bob Bogan talked uh, somebody into letting us run around this. Basically it was a rodeo arena in front of the main grandstands. They used to run speedway bikes there, real small ones. And, uh, so, They started. The guy went broke. Uh, I bought the rights to turn it into a racetrack. And uh, my dad said, well, I'm not going to buy in, but I'll help you. He was a heavy equipment operator and a mechanic. Mm -hmm. I was a shine painter. That's the key to this whole thing. (laughs) He passed away a year and a half after I bought the racetrack. So I lost my buddy, my best partner, you know. And uh, so I had to learn how to run equipment and it took a little while and, we started making a racetrack out of it and kept making it bigger and moving the light poles out further and further until we started touching every building. And the fairground said, "That's enough. You're as big as you're going to be." <laughs> didn't stop us though. We actually made it higher banked when we started running sprint cars in the in the mid in the mid nineties. So we banked it a little higher, but yeah. that's the way it is. So yeah. forty three years and
1: they went by a like time. a they went by like a nanosecond, didn't they?
3: Well, when I'm talking to you right now, yes, it's been by. It's been a, a passion of mine. The fairgrounds sure. is a passion of mine. I've been maintaining all the dirt and uh, been involved in a lot of things there. So it's uh, it's something that means a lot to me to have the Ventura County Fairgrounds there and to continue to try to help them make it better.
1: I could see you'd be an interesting conversation with you and Don Kazarian having dinner
4: Don, Don, talking Don about good dirt
1: talking yeah, about dirt. dirt the composition well, of it The because Don does it. the same thing jumps on the tractor cuts the track knows how much well i mean he does the same thing jim does it's 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 so i imagine that would be an interesting dinner conversation
3: he's a great man he's a great man he really and is he's a. he really is and uh that uh what they did there, their family did there, I, I don't know if anybody mm-hmm. can understand how much they should appreciate what the Kazarian family did yeah. by, by building Paris Auto Speedway and spending the amount of money they spent to make it a, such a beautiful facility. Yeah.
1: Oh, I, I totally agree. But, you know, and I guess by reading this book, you know, you, know, the, you know, back when they raised Turn 3, there's not many promoters around that came from where you two guys came from. And I don't know if there's any promoters today that would have the experience that you two guys have had, not only on the track, but off the track. Well, you know, when you're dealing with the cities, the fairgrounds, you know, and all of that insanity coming up with sponsorship and, you know, how many, you know, getting people to come to your track and race, whether not just spectators, but racers themselves. So, I mean, you could all, you guys both could collaborate on how to be a race promoter, and it would probably the first sentence would be "Don't."
4: Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, that's it exactly. And I told them that actually. <laughs> I told uh, I told Kenny his older brother. I said, "Do yourself a favor. Whatever money you're going to do, go buy as many McDonald's franchises you can. You'll yeah, right. be a lot wealthier yeah. in twenty years." And yeah. we joke about that but people think you kid them uh they really think you make a ton of money sure and it's just just not there you know we donnie's family came from owning a lot of big equipment and some of it ended up at the speedway but Mm -hmm. you know now just maintaining that equipment as i do donnie and i have to do that kind of stuff sure i've been very blessed i have a great sponsor at my racetrack arp automotive racing products they're going to sponsor the the Turkey Night Grand Prix this year, we're going nice. to jump the purse from 6000 to 10000 to win. Wow. So, the, so the 80th running of the Turkey Night Grand Prix, you know, which is an Agajanian promotion. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I get to do a lot. But anyway, they're going to jump right in, and I'm so blessed to have them. They're, they're right there in Ventura. So to have a, a, a person and, and, a, and a group of people like that and a company to back you. Yeah. Donnie has some good people, you know. And, oh, yeah. and uh, trust me, it takes – this is what you can't – you can't convince anybody, it takes oh so many people to make this racetrack mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, over COVID, I worked on it. The last six months, I've had a construction company, uh, Heath Morton Construction, come in and help me because they were slow, mm-hmm. they'd had a lot of stuff and they're both racers, and they've been helping me hang signs, fix bathrooms, mm-hmm. do uh, do this, you know, seal coat the area, get it ready. I mean, I've just had so many nice people and I could go on and on and on and list over 43 years, all the different companies and people that have helped me and helped the fairgrounds.
2: I, felt I mean, they're... I
3: have one. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: I was going to say, I felt very what? welcome when I, when I went there to race the Velasquez family and Eric Moore, just, I instantly felt comfortable. Like you're like your home track. Yeah. I've kept in track. I've kept in touch with the Velasquez family and Eric, and I only got to race there once.
3: Eric Moore is my stepson, so, yeah, he's very important. <laughs> he's a he's – a, yeah, you, you know, you you, you got to have that. I mean, you, yeah. if you don't have that at a racetrack, right. you're not going to be very successful. You have to have yeah. a mass amount of people behind you that help you make it go. And so many people, I mean, they don't get paid like they should. Yeah. It's not it, – there's just not a lot of money out there by the time you pay all the bills. Mm. Uh, when I started, for example – you could you could have an ambulance there for a few hundred dollars a night. Now it's a few thousand dollars a night. The insurance goes from three or four hundred to thousands of dollars a night. Same thing with the rent. Same thing with everything you do. Besides all the other things that you know have gone up for you, whether they be lumber, metal. Right now we can't. None of us racetracks can get race tires. Hoosier shut down. Wow for a long period of time. Yeah, I heard that. And you can't get get dwarf car tires. You can't get sprint car tires. You you can't get IMCA modified tires. (laughs) Hoosier was so big, and they sponsored all this thing, and that's always been the problem. Mm -hmm. You get somebody like Hoosier, who's been really great to racing, you know, does a lot of things, But they're a big company now owned by Continental, and they shut that baby down. Now they can't get any employees. They can't get product. And we're all sitting around trying to figure out what we're going to do with tires that show cord. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm
1: -hmm. That's just crazy. That's just crazy.
2: Well, thank you for putting in that effort from from a racer. He's not done? Very great. Well,
1: you're very welcome.
2: I'm just thankful Um, that we have tracks. I have multiple tracks that I could could go to. Well,
1: as much work as, like, the Kazarian's. You know, the Nailers, the the Salazars for Barona, the, the Cocoa Paw track, and all the other small tracks in and around the area. You know, you're right. You couldn't do it without good people, tons of volunteers, great race families that, that you know, bring their gear and their family out every single year. And they're all your little ambassadors because everybody's always telling me, you've been, hey, been to Ventura? You've been I to know. Ventura? Ventura.
2: That's why I asked
1: about a hotel. Because, I yeah. mean, that's, I mean.
2: Make a little weekend out of it. Make a little it.
1: race weekend out of it. wouldn't break my heart a bit. Well, I tell you what, buddy. It's just wonderful, wonderful talking to you. Keep up the good work. Please. And have a wonderful time uh, at Turkey Night. And uh, you, you might we might surprise you. And Brittany and I might sneak up.
3: Well, I can find a place for you, trust me, and I thank you for having me on and being patient with an old man. But, uh, yes, we're, we we do this because we, we supposedly love it, but a lot of it know that it's our duty. Yeah. It is yeah. our duty yes, to keep this place alive. You're, it's and uh, I'm going to try that. as long as I can and then keep the fairgrounds in as good a shape as I can. Thank you, guys. You have a lovely time, and I hope you stay cool.
1: Thanks, buddy. And this uh, this station is always here for you anytime you want to chime in at Racer Radio when you got... Some news, something exciting. We will be here for you.
3: Okay, thank you.
2: Bye, Jim. All
1: right. Well, folks, don't go anywhere. Gun owners radios right around the corner. Should be a wonderful. I know it's two minutes. You're not playing any car music. I'm not talking to you anymore. God. Heck with you. Now he's going to come up with some be nice. silly car.
2: Be nice. What's that
1: one car song that I can't stand?
2: Well There's cars by Gary Newman, but I hate that synthesizer I noise on that, that one, one. So yeah, I'm not going to play that, that one ever. Or what's that
1: one? Oh, the the, the one where it's do 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 do. You know, I don't know. It's the one with uh, Natch Rambler. Uh, okay, uh, you know what? Honestly, can we have a show where you do karaoke for an no. hour? <laughs> do do no. do. No. No. you're no. not getting any karaoke no. out of me. You're lucky you got no. what you got. But uh, can I
2: throw something out there, or did you have? No, something No, go ahead. But you you're gonna
1: hit me with something.
2: No. Uh, so the ro- the Red Bull Romaniacs is coming up fairly oh, soon. Oh, that's right. Next and, weekend. Yeah. It, so I reached out to diana in romania Mm -hmm. and asked her if the red bull tv was going to be showing it live and she said no but she came back with a really good suggestion and so i'm since we still have time on our side i'm wondering if there's like a watering hole or someplace i would love to have like a red bull romaniacs viewing
1: what about a dofo winery
2: well we could start there that's not a bad idea yeah but let's. Since we have listeners out there, maybe they're the one that's. Well, on the Red Bull, when it. they do
1: air it, it's usually during the day.
2: Well, they said it's very difficult to broadcast live, and it costs a lot of money. Um, she would propose making an evening where you show both of the 26-minute highlight shows. Have oh. a good time and. So Let's work on it. I just wanted to throw that out to our listeners. Maybe they are like, oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll my give you Brittany's home it. address
1: and we'll have a party yeah. at Brittany's. Well, the
2: police know where I live. Yeah,
1: the police know where you live. <laughs> All right, folks, we got to go. This is FM one am
2: 1170. <laughs> the answer. <laughs>